1: To first. This happened last Friday, and it was interesting. Really, it was obviously for those who don't know Germany sacked Hansi Flick after, fair enough, Endo <laughs> yeah. and his Japan team wiped the floor with them in a recent game. Uh, Paul Joyce reported again on Friday that Jurgen Klopp rejected the Germany job before they appointed Julian Nagelsmann on a short-term deal. Um Interesting because Germany host the Euros, yeah. um, and he could he could have he could have been the manager of his home team in the Euros. <laughs> a fair enough that he they've asked the question, but. There's been a lot of talk recently about Jürgen's future. Obviously, he's under contract for no, another couple of years. It looks like he didn't even give this one a second thought, which no. is nice because I know a lot of people would just presume he would just dismiss it, but I don't think it would be particularly easy for every single person in the world to go, you know what, here's my home country in the home Euros to come and manage them. But he has just knocked it on the edge straight away.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think with, with Jürgen, there's a, a few things. But what one, one is obviously, I think he knows that when he wants that job... You he can have it, you know. I, I don't think I don't think it's one of them where it's like this is the only chance you get to be the Germany manager. You know, sometimes that is the case, isn't it, with clubs or with national teams? Yeah. You know, you, you say no now and you'll never get, never get another one. Maybe, maybe it's like Graham Potter, for example, must have looked at Chelsea and thought, I think I'll ever get that opportunity. Yeah. I think, obviously, you say, you know, yeah, what, what an honor, the the home Euros, the you know, the chance of glory. There's also the chance that you sort of look at Hansi Flick. Hansi Flick won, you know, won everything at Bayern Munich. You know, it was the real sort of hot property in, in in football. It's not worked out for him, and all of a sudden his his stocks plummeted. You know, if you if you do have a imagine Germany went another sort of underwhelming or really poor Euros, and it's possible with the way that the that the team's been going. Yeah. You know, you've you've said goodbye to Liverpool to to do that. You know, that would be that would be in my mind. But also, I think just the way he's been speaking about this team just just tells you that. You know, I don't think it's coincidental that he's been speaking this way, but that I think it's say energized him, but it's definitely energized him yeah. you know it's given him this feeling of um, I'm really sort of almost flashbacks, I think you know to the sort of probably the start of his dortmund journey and, and when he saw that team starting to emerge, probably the start of his Liverpool journey where he's seeing pieces falling into place, and you know I, I've heard him speak many, many times on camera and off camera. Like watching training and sort of saying to he like says to his coaches, you know, like, like well, look at this, you know, like this is unbelievable, you know, the, the standard of, of quality. So, um, I think it was never likely to, to to come there. I'm not surprised, Germany. Obviously, listen, if, if you if you're the German FA, you're looking and saying, right, who's the man? I'm pretty sure, like those sort of police dramas when they have the, uh, the the suspects sort of lined up, I'm pretty sure the biggest pitcher on that board is Jürgen Klopp and he's the target number one. But yeah, I'm not surprised that he said no to it. Um, I think there's an expectation that he will manage Germany one day, but I think it's still a fair way down the line. He doesn't, he doesn't to me, strike me as someone who's sort of easing into that approach of, oh, I wouldn't mind, a sort of more laid-back management Life, I think he wants the sort of day to day and he wants the the ability to to keep building something. Um, and listen if Liverpool carry on the way they go, and I think he is going to build something
1: absolutely. Yeah. It was interesting, his comments, wasn't it? which he says, You know, this is in year eight, this is year yeah. one. I think that was a great comment. Obviously, he's under contract till 2026. My hope is that <sighs> this that you're talking about re energising him because he looked knackered when he's been speaking about it. I think he said last time when he signed the contract, Um, I didn't want to leave Liverpool in this period of transition yeah. without me now they're going through that transition and it looks like touch wood he might have got it right again which they've done on a couple of occasions now it's just whether he give, whether he's going to award do I want to give this team to somebody else now because if it yeah. goes as well as his Dortmund build went and then as well as as Liverpool first build went like you know go and reap the reward yourself get, get a you know I wonder if, if I'm if I'm FSG now and he's in this greater mood I'd be like that with a contract in front uh, of his face uh, can, you, can you do yeah. a little bit now I've, heard, a I've
2: heard people say that and you know I know there was a little bit of sort of False hope put on Twitter yesterday. Wasn't it? You guys tweeted something where it was, "If you think I'm going to get excited about someone tweeting about a contract, that discussion. sounds like someone
1: tweet tweeting." Yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was obviously a
2: wind up um, thing. But you're right. I mean, I think as well, from his point of view, and listen, this this is this is me speaking as the sort of devil's advocate a little bit. What has he not proven as a manager? What he hasn't proven is, can he do it again? Yeah, as in with the same with the same club. So got Dortmund to the top of the mountain, you know, nearly to nearly make Dortmund European champions, you know, having won back to back Bundesliga. Unbelievable achievement. But it went it went away and it fell away and he you know he he ended up still being successful but not quite rekindling that glory. You got Liverpool to the top of the mountain, incredible, you know, three, four years of of, of success, high highest standards imaginable, but fell away. And now you know now he's he's rebuilding again. If you can do it again, and that was what you know, that's what the great managers are sort of defined by. Really, you know, the great managers I'm talking about, and I'm thinking of Ferguson as sort of probably the number one example, and maybe Wenger as the, the number one example. The opposite of oh yeah, but Wenger had the golden period. Even Mourinho had a golden period, but it didn't last, and it, and it fell away. If Jurgen can get Liverpool back to you know even just winning the Europa League, winning you know competing for the title again, it just re- reaffirms this idea that wow, like what what a manager, you know, it wasn't just how everything fell into place for him and he got the right people around him and Michael Edwards was doing all the good business and, you know, Man City had an off period or whatever. It just reaffirms this idea that, wow, this is some manager. And I I, I do think that would, I'm not saying it would be top of his list, you know, he he says often, doesn't he, oh, I don't read what people think or whatever, but I do think that that idea of, you know, can't... Can we get that proper feel, and also a little bit? Can we get that feeling of those parades and that? You know, imagine, imagine winning the Premier League, even the Europa League, the the, the Champions League again, but with with the supporters as well behind us. I think that would really, really sort of, it would be his, his utopia, really. And yeah, I think the only way he's going to be doing that is at Liverpool, isn't it? You're not going to get that feeling, you know, with the German national team, or you know, by going on a sabbatical for a year and waiting for another job to turn up. So I think he's still very much in that in that mix of proving himself again. Not that he needs to with Liverpool supporters, but maybe just, you know, as I say, cementing that legacy and idea that this is one of the great managers of the modern era. Which, you know, for me he already is, but he's still you know, you can still move further up that list
1: we saw his reaction at full time there's a clip on it I'm yeah. too sure if you haven't seen it by the way guys and he was right banging first of all he seems to love the purple like he's, <laughs> yeah. rocking, he's rocking the I mean the, the at home and he's still rocking the my, purple my um,
2: the girlfriend texts me 10 minutes into the game I, I'll, I'll be WhatsApp up on my laptop and I just uh just a Klopp's outfit and the heart eyes emoji, and I was just like I say, like, yeah. And I didn't care. To I was looked at. Him, I was like, yeah, he's in purple, here, is he? So he just uh, did his uh, luggage. Maybe get lost on the way back from Lask. But um, he looked nice. Yeah, yeah. nobody but he, I, I think that's another one, isn't it? You know, like you can tell with Jurgen. There are just a few. There are moments where he he has his finger on the pulse of of mood. And I remember it. The one I remember was when they beat Leeds six nil in that the quadruple season. Where it was almost a little bit like Liverpool had they'd, they'd gone 10, 12 points behind City, and they were starting to claw it back, but there was a lot of a mood where it was a bit like, ah, not, "Not, it's not happening. This, it's not happening." And then he beat Leeds, and it was like it was almost like he went right, pressed the button, and he he gave it, didn't he? You know, he gave it beans you know, in front of the cop, and it was like, "Right, winning this, come on, get you know, let's have it." And I do think there is a little bit of a feeling of that now. It's like, you know, West Ham at home, it's not. Nothing new to beat West Ham at home, you know. They've not won many games at Anfield in the last fifty years, but that is that feeling of that's another tough test passed. You know, that's five wins in a row. You know, look, we're in there now. Look, you, I, I, do you believe me now? You know, you, have you stopped worrying about the transfer window? Have you stopped worrying about having a number six or whatever? Come on, let's have it. And yeah, I do think he, um, I do think he's sort of he looks a little bit of a man reborn this season, doesn't he? And his team, his team are following suit.
0: JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too.
1: Looks like I think you know. Sometimes, as a fan or as a coach or, or whatever, anyone really, when when you've got a good team, and, yeah. and you can tell sometimes, like I, 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 in boxing, I'm a big boxing fan. And you can yeah. tell when a boxer knows that, like, yeah, I'm probably going to beat this guy. Yeah, they just they themselves themselves with an attitude. on yegen last year. He seemed to be again I know he's had a couple of run-ins with people this year, but like he was very touchy. He was yeah. always going like he's big the smiles back. Like I remember being on the cop and people were wanting to do the fish pump scene. he was having none of it. I think we'd only, and it was like you could tell now he's got he, the, the yeah. I thought Mojo's the right word, but you, like David, you no, put back I to the think, top of the show, David said, didn't he? You know, this is a serious team.
2: I think Jürgen thinks he's got a serious team, now. I, I think as well. I, I think you're right. I think it's it's a bit like you know a bit like off when you've got nothing to back back it up, and uh, no, that's that's a sort of very basic way of putting it. But there were a few moments last season where, and I said this to, to journalists at the time, and I I, I think I I think I, one of the questions was something something I asked them. But there was a couple of times when when journalists, and not not to catch him out, not to be rude or anything, but but asked him something where I thought, you know, if he was, if if Liverpool were going for the title, either either a bit and said are you are you for real like you know how are you, are you really asking me that question you know but he actually was he would almost go yeah you're right you know, like we were you know we, yeah we are we, we are you know slow starters at the moment or we are sort of yeah we did look um you know like we, we were lacking confidence or yeah we whatever you know it was it was like he'd he'd accepted he'd accepted that you know like I can't defend that or I can't sort of you know I, I can't fight for this team's at the moment, because the, it, the evidence is there in front of you, I think he's very different now. Obviously, we've seen a few few moments this season, of course, where he's you know he's he's not taken kindly to sort of the idea of of criticism. But I think when you know you've got the artillery behind you, it's a lot easier to sort of be that kind of um, forceful, you know, defiant character. I think last season there was a, a few moments I think where he just looked a little bit. Browbeaten and a little bit sort of not out of ideas, but sort of sick. I think he actually said that at Wolves. I'm pretty sure he said, You know, I'm, I'm I can only keep saying this for the same, you know, for, for a certain amount of time. We can't keep going back to playing 60 games last season. It's January, I think he said, or February. Um, we've got to get over ourselves a little bit. And I think there was an element of that last season. It doesn't feel like that. I think one of the big things from this season feels like. Excuses are just being removed from the from the way you know transfer window doesn't matter, early kickoff doesn't matter, you know travel Europa League doesn't matter, oh, injury or suspension for Virgil Van Dijk doesn't matter, it, you know just we'll win we'll 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 get it out the way and so far so good. Listen, Saturday's huge, huge huge game because I think Tottenham are, are, are in a different way but very similar. I, I actually covered their game at Burnley recently. Um, 1-5-2 I think up at Burnley I, did, I definitely did cover it <laughs> um, but it reminded me a little bit there was a little bit of Liverpool about it in the, in the fans at the end you know in Turf Moor where they were sort of worshipping Ange Postacoglu and sort of they were chanting we've got our Tottenham back and this feeling of look, we, we're starting to love this team and that makes them a dangerous proposition you know you saw them I think they lose that game on Sunday against Arsenal nine times out of ten in recent years they didn't they fought back so they're they a serious proposition and if Liverpool can go and get a good result there I think that really is another huge hurdle passed on this sort of journey for Know re-establishing themselves as one of the top sides. Absolutely,
1: if uh, my Gordon Not FSG watching. You come put the contract in front of him now. He's in a good mood. And you go, yeah, you'll go and box that one off, and we'll hmm. get another couple of years added on to the end. Of it. Hey, everyone! Hope you enjoyed that clip from our JNO Insight Show. We have that over on Red Men Plus each and every Tuesday. Neil comes in and talks about the latest happenings on and off the field at Liverpool. So if you like that show, that clip of the show rather, and you want to watch the entirety of it, we talk about Costa's new contract, with a little look towards the Leicester game, a little look back. At the West Ham game, a little bit about Ryan Gravenbert seemingly being bombed out by the Netherlands and a few other bits and bobs as well then. Yeah, redmenplus.com. From as little as $6.99 a month, you can get it as a video or as a podcast in your native podcast feeds. I'll see you all over there. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rustolium's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns, so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.